welcome back to the fittest podcast in Oakland. Today, Ben and Robin debate data versus score and when you should be tracking and analyzing the data and when you should be keeping score. All of this is in relationship to your fitness results and how to reach your goals. So I hope you enjoy, give it a listen, and let us know if you have any questions. Take care, gang. Welcome back to the fittest podcast in Oakland. It's Ben and Robin, and we are talking data versus score. And we've both calmed down from our very surprisingly heated uh, pre-conversation about this. So, <laughs> so we're, all, we're all like uh, cerebral now. No more emotion. Okay. Uh, so speaking of that, let's start with some definitions. All right. So we're talking data versus score. And this is in relation to our training here, not in relation to the world, right? So um, we had a, a question on the board earlier about whether you track your workouts or not and we got some information and then we just want to throw some information back at you so data factual information such as measurements or statistics used as a basis for reasoning discussion or calculation that's your data and then over here that's miriam webster the best dictionary in the world all right and then uh score is a number that expresses accomplishment as in a game or a test or excellence as in quality either absolutely in points gained or by comparison to a standard. So a lot to unpack there. Um, but if you listened carefully, you'll see that there's some overlap in those two definitions. And um, I think we're going to talk about that and then some of the differences between those two um, as we see them and then some advantages to both and then the pitfalls or disadvantages to mainly keeping score as opposed to tracking data. All right, cool. All right, so you wanna talk about some ways that data and score overlap? So data and score, we look at synonyms basically in some, some frames. Uh, I think about past life of measuring things. So we could have a scorecard for an aircraft and it was really just a bunch of data about how the aircraft would break. So we would call it a score, but it could also be, this is just, mechanical data and stress. So as we look at both, both are numbers in some form or fashions or measurements in some form or fashions. And that's a great thing, especially when we look at why we utilize CrossFit and why do we utilize weight training and things like that. The empirical, I'm gonna use the term number here because it could be score or data, um, is how we measure. And if we're not measuring things, we're just guessing if we're getting better. We're not assessing, are we getting better? Are we doing the right things? And that's where data and score overlap so much because they can guide us towards, are we improving? Are we lacking? Where are we in a section of time or in a moment? And it's important that we look at both of those things and we measure both of those things in some manner. I think I said measure about four times. There. I like it. I like it. Well, I mean, they both are measures. I mean, that's, that's the overlap. We're talking about the overlap. Um, yeah. So there, and, and again, in regards to our training, this is these, this is keeping track of what you did 
that day. That's the overlap. So you could see it as I'm just going to put my deadlift number in there or my Fran time. Um, but you could also see it as um, a score. Like I beat someone else in class. I beat my last number. Um, I beat uh, all bunch of women my age in California, like on, on these numbers. So like a leaderboard kind of thing. So that's kind of both, both of those um, can be used the same way. Um, if that same number could be interpreted. And you could way. translate those back and forth to one another. Like we could say the data shows I am fitter than this many people or my score showed I am stronger than this many people. And if you could, in, uh, what's the word? You could exchange it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those words them. back and forth. It's where we talk about benchmarking all the time. You know, we talk about our Fran score. Um, our friend, and, but friend is just a data point. It's a power output. Yeah. It's what is your capacity to do pull-ups and thrusters in a 2015-9 pattern. Right? So that's that, that measurement in the data, but also that number that expresses accomplishment um, in relation to something else, somebody else, some standard, you know, the, so maybe the overlap. Yeah, so the so, yeah, overlap, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Differences, differences between those two words. The first thing that comes to mind is when I hear score, I think sport and competition. Um, while there is data in sports and competition, normally only the analytics people care about that. So i.e. you should walk Buster Posey when there is two guys on second and third and the first base is open and there's two outs. Go Giants. <laughs> Go Giants. Um, <laughs> Or, you know, you should put this shift on and if we talk baseball, you know, football, there's all sorts of analytics there. But at the end of the day, no one cares about that. They care what was the score of the nine inning affair and who won, Yeah. right? And that's where I look at the differences between what's the data say and what is my comparison in a score type situation. Um, this is also where I think data can sometimes be, and I'm gonna use this term probably a little inappropriately, benign mm -hmm. of, it's just numbers. Like, but data can it's also unemotional. be- Unemotional. Yes. Yeah. And scores can sometimes be emotional. Like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll for get, sure. We'll get to this later, but if you cannot play board games with yourself or other people because you keep score too harshly, Maybe you should start looking at board games like data instead of scores. So, so score can kind of uh, be a, more of a feel emotionally driven and data just like cold hard facts. Exactly. I mean, again, it's kind of how you interpret it, but yeah, I would I agree with that. And I think also like we look, but score can also be, as Robin said, it's a great grading measure. Like where data sometimes is pure and clean, score is a great way to compare or grade or um, evaluate. Or rank. Yes, yeah. or rank, yeah. And that's where I think sometimes data misses because we could look at a bunch of body weight data, but that doesn't mean anything when we compare your capacity or your right. your score to do a workout. Well, data is just sitting there and sport, score is kind of what you do with it, maybe? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, cool. All right, so, uh, and this is where we got heated, so, um, and we'll try to keep the heat out, but it's fun, it's fun to kind of uh, work through these, but there are advantages to um, both, 
to using the word data, to using the word score, um, not necessarily interchangeable because of, I would say, that more emotional element um, and what you kind of derive from that word. Um, and there are disadvantages. Um, so we're gonna just talk about the advantages first of both. Um, I'll go first. Data is good information. I mean, it's just, it may be not good. That's again, denote is it's modifying the word, but it is information. So there is advantage to having information. I say as much information as possible. Um, you don't need to use all your information, but the mo more you can get in, the better. Um, and this is when we put that question on the board. Uh, we didn't necessarily say whether you should or shouldn't track, but I'm going to put out there that the more data that you have, the better for yourself, for your own training, and the more data we have as the gym and aggregate, the better because we can make decisions based on those numbers as opposed to guessing. So I think that's the advantage of having data. And I just don't think you can have too much. You don't, again, need to use it all. The advantages of score, keeping score, is your classic leaderboard, your classic um, measuring yourself um, against yourself, um, your, your um, peers, and just the person next to you working out. Um, that can be really fun for some people and it can be the thing that gets them pumped and coming into class regularly, which will make their training better. And um, like if you wanted to have a pull-up and maybe you started competing against someone who could get there first, that might be something that would motivate you to work harder on your pull-ups. So in that way, I think score, uh, keeping score could be really fun. Um, those are the advantages I see. It teaches a lesson. Score can teach you a lesson. It, it, it's why I love sports so much. Because if you just told me that they're going to go out there and play for an hour, I'd be like, well, what's it matter? There's nothing on the line. There's nothing there. And I think sometimes putting yourself on the line and saying, this is for score. This, is, this counts today. Um, is really important. It's, it's why we watch the CrossFit games. It's why we pull cups when we play beer pong. Because if we just wanted to drink, we would sit around a circle telling jokes and drink. But we want to play a game. Um, it, score is important for those things. And it can be incredibly fun. It can be incredibly like, ah, crap, you got me today. Um, it's why we play intramural sports. It's, it's why we, probably why some of us started doing CrossFit. We saw it as a, an outlet to competitiveness that we didn't have anywhere else. And that is really important with score. And it's a good thing at times. And it can be very, very positive. Um, it, it helps us benchmark. It goes, where do I stand? You know, uh, and it's, that's important because if I have no idea where I stand, I'm, I might think I'm really good. And then I go in a certain room and I am not so good. <laughs> but I go in other rooms and I'm the best and the brightest, right? And that's where you just have to you have to take the goodness of score because it, it does lead to a lot of good things like Robin talked about. I mean, goodness gracious, pick up basketball is a blast. It's so much fun. You say. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, like, I hate dodgeball. I'm just going to say that. I know a lot of people love it, but I hate it because I'm not good at it. And you're talking about teaching you a lesson. 
Uh, yeah, no one likes to lose all the time. So I hate dodgeball. So I would say, let's play dodgeball and throw balls at each other but not keep score. That would make me really happy. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that means Robin just wants to get her anger out and throw <laughs> balls at some of us. So just watch out next time you walk in the gym. So. But, okay, so keeping score. We'll talk about we disadvantages of keeping score, but are there any disadvantages to data? I mean, I can only think of one. Um, just if you don't do anything with it, you're just wasting your time. And I guess that would be considered a disadvantage. So I can think of a couple of things. Okay. If, if you catastrophize the data, i.e. you step on the scale and now your whole day, your whole life is ruined because of the number on the scale. You didn't put context to that data. You didn't put the fact that you haven't gone to the bathroom in 12 hours because oh, you've dear. been sleeping and maybe you need to, uh, pass some things along. I feel like you bring up poo in every podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to It's important. It's important. <laughs> okay. um, but that's where like data is data. It's just a number. And it's, and if, as Robin said, if you do nothing with it, it's not good. If you catastrophize with it, it's not good. If it overwhelms you, like you, Robin said, you know, you can never have too much data. I can think <laughs> of some points in time where I've had too much data and made no decision, yeah. which is Again, I think not doing anything with it, but that's where we have to monitor what data does. Um, it can also be where, like for some people, it's, you know, it, it's, not, it's not as, um, it's defeating. Where yeah. the, the data just makes me feel like. Well, that's that, attaching emotions. It's exactly. Attaching emotions. It's just a number. Um, if you can keep that in mind, it could be useful. Yeah, and, that, and then I think the last piece is, <laughs> You know, if we have, we'll talk whoop, right? Where it's a data point, and, but if you always let the data point dictate to you and you never just go do the work, it doesn't matter. Like at a certain point in time, you gotta do the work. And you can, you know, it's the same thing where we laugh at data analytics in football or any other sport. You go, nope, you gotta go win the game. Or you gotta go lift the barbell. You gotta go do the thing. It's where Mike and I would always joke about percentages. And somebody would go, well, Mike, I can't make 182.2 pounds on my next lift. And we're like, make it 180 or 185. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're not perfectly on the percentage of that data point. Right. Um, and that's where data can be a real disadvantage. If you don't use it, you, you get overwhelmed by it or you catastrophize it, any of those points. Cool. Um, all right. So disadvantages of keeping score. I mean, I think these are very straightforward. Um, we see it all the time. It's kind of inherent to our, our, uh, our draining. Um, your quality can go down if you are trying to keep score at the, you know, that's the most important goal for you is to win your quality of training is probably going to go down. Your reps um, are not going to be as good. Um, you're going to go too fast. You could maybe put too much weight on the bar or too little or whatever. So that quality of training could go down um, and it could detract from your training. Um, it can also your competitiveness and um, <laughs> emphasis of score can also detract from the others around you. And one of the things that's so important here is that it's a happy, safe, um, enjoyable place. And we want to make sure that we keep that. 
so that could be a disadvantage of keeping score too. And the things you talked about with data, you know, that overlap with the demoralizing and catastrophizing and, you know, just make sure that um, you keep it in perspective. I think one of the biggest things I think of when I think of keeping score in a disadvantage is if you keep score in the wrong thing or it's in the wrong arena. Um, if you, not to say that you shouldn't keep score all the time, but I think sometimes you have to delineate between keeping data and keeping score. And some days are going to be test days when it is a keep score day, it is this. But some days are just training days where you're coming in, you're doing it, you're making the workout work, you're pushing yourself and you're tracking the data for the day. Um, and that's where like, yeah, you know, you could have pushed X harder or done better and your score would have been better, but it detracted from the next five days of training or you actually needed to, to back off your score for today to get better at X. The age old thing of, well, I'm not going to do double unders because my score is going to be the slowest in class because I, I can't do them consistently. And then you're never going to actually get double unders. So you're there. Um, you know, there's lots of examples like that and I've done it. I know I've done it where it's like, uh, you cut a corner and in, and then it winds up hurting you in training in the long run. I can think of my best example is kipping handstand pushups. When I was competitive in CrossFit, I just did kipping handstand pushups, even though I couldn't do strict ones. And every time those came up, if I had just trained the strict ones and didn't care about my score day in and day out in workouts and just trained my strict ones, when it was actual competition time, my score would have been a lot yeah, better. for sure. And so that's where, like, keep score in the right areas is my big thing with the disadvantage of score. Um, and then my other example is I told Robin, <laughs> don't be the person who you can't play board games with other people because you are so serious about keeping score. Mm -hmm. Like, make this fun. Make score fun. And if it's not fun for everyone, it's not done right. Doesn't mean you can't do it. You can do it silently. <laughs> I watch people do it. So it's that quality over quantity. I mean, we joke about this all the time, but sometimes just showing up and getting off the couch is is winning. Like that puts you. And of course, you know, when we go circle back to our tracking mechanism right now that we're using is SugarWad. SugarWad doesn't have a space for you to put I showed up. And so you know, keep that in mind. It's, it's a great tracking mechanism for data, for score, whatever you want to use it for. But um, remember, you, you, you just showing up is and, and being qualitative and being thoughtful about your training and putting in the work. It's you're not going to you're not going to rank yourself um, on a leaderboard for did I make a good decision in my workout today? So that's probably another dis disadvantage. Um, so you have to kind of keep that in mind too. But remember, you can also keep scoring that because we've done it. We've done attendance challenges, right? Where the score, your, your score was the number of days you showed up. It's true. It's and true. so that's, that's where I say like, to Robin's point, like make the score the right thing. But sometimes winning and the right decision is to not come here. Yep, that's the other thing. <laughs> you know? Well, and it's where like, Robin makes me take Thursdays off <laughs> so that I can train the next two days or I can make Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday good training days. Like, that's, that's where we understand when to keep score and when not. Uh, the other thing I would push 
is a disadvantage is are you only keeping score in one place? Like, if you're only keeping score in the gym, I think you're missing out on things. Whether that's keeping score with a nutrition challenge, keeping score with an extracurricular sport, whatever that is. You know, that could be curling, that could be <laughs> horseshoes, that could be, um, you name it, soccer, you, you name it, it could be that. Me, it's golf. I keep score all the time. Do I keep So what you were saying score? earlier is that you are afraid people will only treat this training as a sport as opposed to maybe trying something else outside the gym that will give them all the sport feels and maybe more. So I, and I thought that was a really good point. And then the other side of that is, and I'll go a step deeper, touchy feely, fuzzy Ben will come out and say, are you keeping score in your relationships? You know, maybe, maybe you do need to skip the gym today because you, your significant other needs you to do the dishes in the kitchen yeah. and, and you better, you're better off doing that. And that's the score you kept is your relationship is better. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's where understanding that in the bigger picture is really important. So that perspective, like keep, keep that Fran time in perspective. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can have the best Fran time in the world and be kind of a terrible and person have, and have chronic shoulder issues. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so data and score. So, I mean, the, the big takeaway we want to get from you guys is we, we do want to encourage you to track your workouts. Um, if not for you, we would love to see your numbers so that we can make better decisions on programs. So selfish, little plug there. Um, and, and also there's some advantages for you and just try to avoid the pitfalls and we're here to help with that. We're here to help with that. So um, if you don't know what we're talking about, when we say sugar wad, please hit us up, like send us an email or just ask us in class. We'll walk you through it. Um, but if you don't like using an app and you want to just write down, get a little journal, get a piece of pad of paper and, and, uh, and you can always share with us that way if you'd like, or just keep, keep those uh, numbers for your own edification. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll come out with more ways to track. I have some ideas in the but, um, but for now, there's, a, there's always a place to put your, and they're calling it score in um, SugarWad, but it's really a data point um, and a score. So again, if you have any questions about that, let us know, um, or about any of the stuff that we've talked about. Any final thoughts, Ben? Keep score and track your data. <laughs> for us, for only for us, because we really want you to. And for yourself. I mean, that way, if you're ever like frustrated with something not changing, you can look at, well, wait a minute, what about this and that? And see the other areas where you might be improving and don't realize it. Especially if you're new right now, it, this is golden honeymoon time for you because your numbers will change drastically. If you just keep showing up consistently and doing the work, it'll be really fun for you to look back in a year and say, wow, look where I came from. And I'll challenge the other side of that. You've been here for 10 years. I want you to look, one, you could look back at your first notebook, two, you could look at the fact that, wait a minute, my scores aren't going down that fast. Like I'm only five seconds slower in my best friend time ever. And I'm five years older than that. Whoa, wait a minute. I'm probably doing better fitness wise. Yeah. You know, I think that's where people need to remember, like sometimes scores can be really good for that measure. <laughs> Did you just say scores could be good? Could be good. Could, could. <laughs> Key term there. All right. Well, I think that's it. We've taken up enough time on this. Um, we'll try to keep these coming. And um, yeah. Yep. Be on the lookout. Have fun, gang. And we'll see you in the gym. Happy training. <laughs>